Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Good morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time of day it is where you're at. Welcome to Collider Dailies. I'm John Algis, and joining me is... Maggie Lovett. Maggie, you are looking just so festive right now with the earrings and the sweater and the Christmas porg. <laughs> I'm trying to get in the spirit of Christmas. <laughs> well, you know, today is a great day to be in the Christmas spirit because we are actually going to be talking about holiday movies. But first, we have a little bit of news that we should at least get out of the way. And that is some Superman legacy information that we were able to dig up. Uh First of all, let me actually just pull it up. I had it pulled up and then my phone crashed. Uh, oh, yes. So filming for Superman Legacy will start next year in March, which will uh, properly kick off the production on that film. Uh, and we have a little bit of a log line. So we have kind of a basic idea of what the plot kind of sort of Maybe is at least going to start off as. Uh, a log line doesn't give you the entire thing. So like, don't think that this is going to spoil the whole thing. But basically the log line is... Superman, a reporter in Metropolis, embarks on a journey to reconcile his Kryptonian heritage with his human upbringing as Clark Kent. So very much sounds like an origin story kind of thing. Maggie, when you hear that log line, do you think that this is going to be a uh, a more down-to-earth Superman, or should we expect some bombastic action? God, I How hope you so. Feel? I hope so. I, I have found the best Superman portrayals have been the ones where it's more about Clark Kent than it is about Superman. Um, Smallville and um, the Terry Hatcher, um, Lois. Uh, Superman, Superman and Lois. Lo yeah, Superman and Lois was like the two that I grew up watching and like really loved. Or and Lois was, and Clark. That was the Lois Terry Hatcher Clark. one. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, voice of God. Uh, Superman I, and Lois is the yeah. is the Hoechlin, 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 yes. Hoechlin, however you say his last name. 
Yes. Uh, um, which, which was is good also too. excellent, which is also yes. excellent. That's definitely in that list. And those are the ones that have like focused more on Clark Kent versus Superman. And I recently saw somebody, um, I think it was just like a random tweet that came up on my um, Twitter feed that definitely hit on one of the issues I've had with um, Superman. And I think they try to cast for Superman and not cast for Clark Kent. And that seems to be kind of where some of the issues have been in the past. So I do feel like this time around, it feels like we have somebody who has that that boyish Clark Kent vibe that I think could work really well. So I am definitely hopeful. And I think this could work. My one thing with hearing that log line is it kind of leads me to believe what I've sort of assumed since we got the casting information is that uh, because we know that Guy Gardner and a few other characters, including like hot girl are going to be in this film. I feel like with a log line like that, it would probably be safe to assume that they're going to be only like small appearances. Maybe at the end would be my assumption. Cause it sounds yeah. like this is going to be much more character focused and suddenly bringing in, you know, half of the justice league basically is going to be uh, maybe a little bit too much for a, a, a smaller film, but yeah. it's just a little bit of a bummer. Cause I was kind of excited to see Nathan Fillion as my favorite green lantern because yeah guy gardner is my favorite green lantern which weirds people out when i tell them that but but also we have no idea how accurate like this log line is very much just a preliminary thing early draft kind of vibes to it um and james gunn did tweet out or thread out something earlier today that like it's mostly accurate but not maybe the exact log line that will be tagged onto the movie when it's actually you know getting ready to come out so there there is that to consider so it could be a fake out it's true. That does often happen in Hollywood, but you know, we got to go with what we've got. Uh, that being said, just in general with Superman legacy, are you excited by the prospect of getting a new, getting a new Superman, getting a new, a new take on it? Because I know that there are a lot of fans who are exceptionally disappointed that we're not going to get any more Henry Cavill, which I, I feel you there to a certain degree. Um, but a fresh start as it were. are you excited for that? I mean, yeah. I mean, right at the top of this, we listed out all of the people who have been Superman in like the last 30 years. So it's not really uh, shocking, surprising, uncommon that we're getting another kind of like rebooted Superman story. Um, and I have perhaps too much hope and faith in James Gunn that he's going to do a good job because I do like pretty much everything Gunn has done. Well, that, that rhymed. Um <laughs> So I'm, I'm hopeful. I mean, I'm always going to be sad about the death of the DCEU, like given the fact that I am technically part of that universe. Um, <laughs> the star of Wonder Woman 1984 is upset about the death of DCEU? Yeah. Um, so Have I we finally that. decided, is that what we're going to call it? Is that, that, is that when we refer to what was before, do we call it the DCEU? Because I know that a lot of people were like, that's not what it's called, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm never but, calling it the Snyderverse. So, <laughs> which yeah, is what other fair. people say. So it is indeed the DCEU. It is the, the extended universe. It works. And is the, is this new one? Are we going to call it the DCU? Is that what we've sort yeah, of settled it's upon? It's the DC universe now. So it's a DCU. So no E. Uh, we've removed the E from this. Um, that's not going to be confusing at all. No. <laughs> No, it's got kind of a BCE vibe to it. So before current events, um, 
so yeah, I, I mean, I'm hopeful. I'm excited. I like Superman movies. I like Superman stories. Um, I think the casting seems really great. I'm extremely excited about Rachel Brosnahan. I love her to death. I think she's going to be a tremendous uh, Lois Lane. And as somebody who has very much fashioned herself after Lois Lane in her professional career, I'm excited. <laughs> what? I, I didn't pick up upon that at all. I'm, sure, I'm half Karen Page, half Lois Lane. I don't see the Karen Page as much, but... Oh, you haven't seen my Halloween costume from when I dressed up like Karen Page. and No, I have thing. not. I'll show you after the show. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think, that, I think that Superman is one of those characters that I've always been a little iffy on personally. Uh, he's just not as interesting to me as some other DC heroes. Uh, I always thought that the best Superman stories were the ones where Superman is evil, but I know that mm -hmm. that's kind of, that's one of those takes that people on the internet actually get angry about these days when you bring it up. Yeah. Uh, I always, honestly, I think the best Superman is Supergirl. Um, just a oh. more interesting character to me because her actually dealing with the trauma of, you know, she remembers Krypton. Superman doesn't. That yeah. to me alone is enough to make her like a little bit more of an interesting character to me. But, you know, Superman is, of course, he is an icon. He is a symbol for hope, uh, you know, so and he is a very jolly fellow. Do you know who else is a jolly fellow, Maggie? <laughs> I have. Come on, work with me. I'm not going to be able to get better at my segues if you are not at least like throwing me a bone. I was trying to have a really bad corny joke, so we'll, we'll have to put a pin on that one. <laughs> That was, are you telling me that that wasn't a bad joke? <laughs> I mean, anyway, Santa's the other jolly. Frosty the snowman. <laughs> Santa's the other jolly person that I'll talk about. We're going to talk about our top holiday films to round out the show, because of course we are moving into the holiday weekend. <laughs> we are going to be, uh, you know, celebrating Christmas and all that stuff coming up on Monday. And then I believe Kwanzaa starts on Tuesday or is Tuesday, I believe. I used to know all the dates for all the like winter holidays for like different cultures and stuff, but I'm completely spacing on them now. But anyways, we do have holiday movies. Uh, we're going to be talking about our top three. Maggie, how about you start us off? What is your, what is the first one that you want to talk about? Okay. So I, I jokingly teased it at the start of the episode, but my, one of my favorite Christmas movies came out in 2015 and it is called the spirit of Christmas. It is a hallmark ish movie. It's not a hallmark movie um, about this girl who falls in love with a ghost um, who's played by Thomas Bedouin, who is a beautiful man and it is just a really beautiful like love story and it's got some historical drama to it and it just makes me cry every time i watch it and i watch it at least twice every like holiday season and a bunch of my friends also love it and i always get like a kick out of seeing them like it feels like conversion like we're converting people into loving this movie um and it's just very much like the perfect movie for like romance book girlies uh and it's just i love it to death um it's really good. I highly recommend it. I believe it is currently streaming on Prime Video. So if you are um, interested in that that brief pitch that I gave of it, it's definitely worth your time this holiday season. I've Maybe never you, even John. heard of it. I was like, I was gonna say probably not to you, John, but other people watching might be interested. What, what are you What are you trying to say? What are you trying to say, Maggie? <laughs> I feel like you're more of like the diehard as a Christmas movie. Hype. Okay, here's the thing. I do argue that it is a Christmas movie. I don't care I what it. Bruce Willis has to say. I wasn't even going to bring it up. Okay. 
I, I like actively was like, I'm not going to say Die Hard because that is a cop out answer. Because while I do believe it is a Christmas movie, it is not Christmassy mm. enough for this discussion, I feel. So my number one choice, or the first one I'm going to talk about, it's not actually my number one, but the first one I'm going to talk about is Krampus. Of course, a holiday horror movie, horror <laughs> movie, uh, kind of a bit of a, a horror comedy sort of vibes. It's one of those things that like, I love this exploration of the different cultural ideas around Christmas and sort of a lot of like the old traditional stuff. And Krampus is very much from that is from the old traditions for Christmas. Um, nowadays we have a very commercialized, you know, Santa Claus and everything like that. But going back to when Christmas used to be terrifying and it was meant to scare uh, children into being good all year round, you have something like Krampus coming out of that, which is just an entertaining, good time. Absolutely stacked cast. Uh, I love the effects of like the, the Krampus actually like, capturing and eating all these people it's just and the ending i think just is the cherry on top for me so krampus would be one that i i don't recommend it to everybody obviously because like you shouldn't be watching it with your children you know christmas eve or anything like that but maybe after they go to bed you throw on krampus and you have a good time i love that for you i have had nothing but uh tiktok videos of where they they still celebrate with krampus uh in europe um the videos of people being chased around their small towns by people dressed up like krampus that are whipping them which i just think is like just wild okay uh, <laughs> maybe maybe don't do the whipping thing um like but... whipping at, not whipping them but like you do okay. sometimes catch a stray um, but I think it's hilarious. Um, and a lot of people in the comments were like, when I was a child, I would just go up and hug Krampus. And I was like, ah, that's my kind of child right there. Um, <laughs> you would be, you would be the person hugging 100%. the horrible Christmas monster. Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, speaking of horrifying things, uh, my second favorite, uh, Christmas movie that I rewatch every year is the Nightmare Before Christmas, which I also watch at Halloween because it's one of those beautiful dual movies. I, see, I was going to, I was going to ask what your, what your opinion on that, like where it fell. Is it a Halloween or is it a Christmas it's movie? Both. Which one do you think it is more of? I think it's squarely both. Uh, because obviously they're in a Halloween town, you know, and then they are celebrating Christmas and you have Sandy Claus and just everything about it is both holidays. And as somebody who loves Halloween and would like Halloween to just actually extend throughout like the last three months of the year, it kind of continues to carry that, that spirit into the, uh, the Christmas season for me. Uh, I'm a sucker for that. I love it so much. Um, the Halloween town level of kingdom hearts was always my favorite level to play in. Uh, cause I just love that universe and it like made me feel like I was in that universe. Um, so that's my favorite. And also you do get the um, go ahead. You do get the coolest looking Keyblade from Halloween Town. You do. It's the best. I actually have yeah. the Halloween Town Sora sitting on my um, bookshelf over here. <laughs> With the weird like pumpkin With covering the pumpkin on his head. Face, yeah. Or... Yeah. Best Sora. Uh, but even Disney believes it's both because they have uh, Jack and Sally out for Halloween and then they bring Jack and Sally out for Christmas as well. And they're dressed up in Christmas costumes. So it's a, it's a two way for that one. That is, I will say, that is a very enjoyable film. It's not my personal favorite, but that more comes down to the fact that I, I'm not the biggest fan of the Burton style. Like, I know that outwardly saying that I don't like Burton, like, a lot of people are like, but he didn't actually direct it. 
it's true but i just don't like i don't vibe with that style that weird like 90s goth kid style uh so the movie's just not for me personally i am being uh, mortally wounded i know Why it seems like every talking? it seems more and more like the more and more we discuss our opinions on things the the harder time we have being friends maggie <laughs> <laughs> well you know i'm Can you sorry. redeem yourself with your second christmas movie uh, I will say that this is one that if you don't like this, we definitely can't be friends. Or if you at least don't respect it, we definitely can't be Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Friends, and that is the original animated How the Grinch Stole Christmas it's less of a film and more of a short i think it's only about like 20 something minutes i want to say it's like 28 minutes or something like that um but it is it's something that i have such a nostalgic connection to mostly the music more than anything especially that you know you're a mean one mr grinch like that is just like seared into my memory so heavily um you really are a heel Oh, I sang a little bit, so now you got to sing a little bit to like even this out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it it is something that I just I hold so deeply, so close to my heart. It's not necessarily like the best thing in the world. It's you know, it's it's Dr. Seuss, so it's exactly what you expect from a Dr. Seuss story. But it you know, it just it gives me the warm and fuzzies every single time that I think about it, and every year I try to find time to throw it on at least once, just to just to get through it, and you know let my inner child out a little bit as it were the 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 other adaptations of the story the one with jim carrey the one voiced by i believe it was benedict cumberbatch voiced a grinch yeah right yeah uh those were fine voice of god over here is trying to chime in uh yeah i would they were fine they just weren't nearly as good as the 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 original cartoon which sticks a lot more rigidly to the book uh, which normally I don't care about, but in this case I do care about. But Maggie, how about you? Give me, give me your your my last third? pick. Okay, my third is a new movie uh, that came out this year. That is one of my favorite movies of the season, and definitely a movie that I believe will be an instant rewatch every holiday season. And in fact, it is coming to Peacock on December 29th. So if you didn't catch it in theaters, you'll be able to watch it in theaters. And that is none other than The Holdovers, which is just a phenomenal movie. And it so perfectly encapsulates the sense of the holiday season since it's set from like Christmas to New Year's and that kind of like weird liminal period. And it feels like a warm hug. That's like the only way that I can describe it. Like I have not seen a movie in a really long time that feels like a movie I've already seen because it's so like the nostalgia is baked into it. It feels like something you're like revisiting something you've already formed an attachment to and that's just so so rare in the the cinematic landscape that we've been in for like the last 
God, I'd say 20 years um, of the style of movies that we've been getting. And I just absolutely adored it. Uh, and I can't wait for more people to see it because it did very much have a more limited run than I think it should have had. So I'm glad that it is coming to streaming. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think a lot of people have Peacock. Uh, so get that trial for it and watch it. You'll have seven days to watch stuff on, on Peacock, um, but I highly recommend it. Get it on DVD, get it on Blu-ray, VOD, all of that fun stuff, because I think it's just a perfect holiday movie. I have heard nothing but good things about it. Um, I didn't get a chance to actually see it yet, um, so maybe that's one of those things where I will check it out on Peacock. Uh, but yeah, it definitely from everything that i have heard it sounds like it is absolutely something that might become a christmas classic for a lot of people i hope it um, does we'll just we'll just have to i feel like it might be a like case by case basis if it's a christmas classic for people but you know it just is what it is before we get to my final one i want to address a couple of comments here let's see uh the t money 35 says the original santa claus santa and pete uh joy noel and twice upon a time are generational recommendations what? Joy Noel is amazing. That is one of my rewatches too. So excellent choice. Uh, that was originally going to be my number three, but then I saw that The Holdovers was coming out this week, and I was like, I need to, I need to push people to watch this. But yes, Joy Noel, Chef's Kiss. See, I will say, I the original Santa Claus actually almost made my list. Um, although I think that I, I, I might be one of those weirdos who likes the Santa Claus two a little bit better than the original Santa Claus. All I all I know I'm about a sucker for those movies is Bernard the Elf. I'm a I'm a sucker for romance, and that's what the second film is. Um, Mike Joyce says Die Hard, The Lion in Winter, and The Apartment are my favorite Christmas movies. Those are some solid choices. Again, I didn't want to necessarily bring up Die Hard. Die Hard is something that I do watch every year around this time. Uh, another film that I I don't. It's not a holiday, or I guess it's films that they're not Christmas movies and I will never argue that they are Christmas movies, but for me, they are always Christmas time watches are the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Mm. I don't know why, but for me, Christmas time screams extended edition Lord of the Rings. Maybe it's a coziness thing. Yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. The voice of God. Maybe it's the elves. I'm just like elves equal Christmas. <laughs> let's go. Uh, apparently I've been told by people that I'm not alone in that. Cause I, when I brought that up a few times in the past, a couple of people have said, yeah, no, that's a Christmas time. That's a Christmas time watch. So I maybe mean, it's a uh, technically. Yes. Uh, he is one of the wizards. <laughs> oh, uh, at first I was like, are you talking about Tom Bombadil? <laughs> Like, no, Tom Bombadil is just God. Uh, <laughs> that's like. Wait, that's... should we start calling Adam Tom Bombadil? He is our Bombadil. He just shows up when we need him. Uh, he'll, but he only shows up when we sing the song. <laughs> you know, oh, Tom Bombadil, Tom Bombadillo. Like, then he'll show up. Uh, <laughs> 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 I need to pay. I need to play a pan flute. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the team money also says, as John is not a fan of the nightmare before Christmas, it now turns him into a three decker sauerkraut and toadstool sandwich with arsenic sauce. Okay. <laughs> you're just gonna, you're just gonna hit me with the Grinch. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me guess. John wasn't a fan of James and the giant peach either. I like James and the giant peach and that's not, that's not really like a, a Burton esque style. Yes, I, I like is. this. I like stop motion animation. It's, it's not so you know, Tim Burton esque. Eh, kind of. 
maybe it's it's the like like the 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 spooky side of tim burton that i don't vibe with as much so like i don't really like nightmare before christmas i don't really like corpse bride I don't really like some of his live action films. I know, Maggie, this hurts you. How do you physically. feel about Beetlejuice? This is like a make or break. I like Beetlejuice mostly because I feel like that is that one gets a pass for me because I watched it when I was so young and it was such a like integral part of my childhood okay. that it gets a pass. But I will say that when it comes to Beetlejuice, I I do not give a single crap about Lydia. Her character in particular is the most Burton-esque character in the Mom, entire Dill, thing. Can we wrap this up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It just is what it is. I am excited for the sequel, though. I am okay. I am curious to see how Jenna Ortega is going to do in that. Uh, oh, yeah. So my final... Be, uh, doing trial runs for a new co-host for me <laughs> in the new year. <laughs> Maggie, you, you like me. Admit it. We're friends. <laughs> yes we're friends <laughs> friends are allowed to have differing opinions on not things. about lydia <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> like i'm just far i'm far more i'm far more interested in the dead couple than anything to do okay, with the poor well, dog girl but lydia is excellent she's fine <laughs> yeah. i don't dislike her i just don't care uh anyways my final movie uh, Maggie, do you, I don't know if this necessarily applies to you. Do you have, do you have an adaptation of a Christmas Carol? Because I feel like everybody has that one yes, adaptation one of a I Christmas. In, uh, the musical like stage version that I was in. That okay, was but like, Carol. is there is there a a a version that like if you have to watch one on Christmas, that's the one that you watch? Uh, the one with Kelsey Grammer, which is the same version as the one that um is goes around for community theaters to do it's that same version with abundance and charity and all of that. That's, that's, that's my fair. Christmas Carol. Cause I believe that everybody has their Christmas Carol adaptation and it's like, it's everyone believes like, this is their, this is their favorite. This is the one that they're like, this is the best one for me. It is a Muppet Christmas Carol. I knew it. I knew, I knew it. I could sense it about you. Is that a good thing or a bad thing about you? Yeah. I mean, I, I puppeted, of course I like the Muppets. I was going to say the Muppet Christmas Carol is to me is the perfect adaptation of the Christmas Carol. Michael Caine is Ebenezer Scrooge to me. Kermit the Frog <laughs> is Cratchit. Like that is like, those are those characters to me. Whenever I'm reading the book or if I'm watching another adaptation, it weirds me out to not see Muppets as a part of it. Uh, to me, this is the, christmas movie that i watch it is the one that like christmas morning if there's going to be a movie on it is going to be muppet christmas carol i love this film so much adam what do you have to say voice of god okay <laughs> so <laughs> We Wait, is that him. accurate? We got him, Adam. That's a wrap. I was going to say, I didn't think that was accurate. I liked how John <laughs> had a momentary panic. It was beautiful. <laughs> uh, you know that, you, you know that like someone's statement on 
like an opinion on a movie mate or like a filmmaker or something doesn't mean that like every single thing that that person has touched is a no fly zone. <laughs> wow. Your silence speaks volumes. <laughs> I don't I don't know how I feel about the fact that like my opinions are are not like valid apparently to any of you. They're valid <laughs> for you. <laughs> but um, no, yes, the Muppet Christmas Carol is in my opinion the perfect Christmas movie. It is one that it, it just fills me with joy every single time to see it. It is something that when I'm hanging out with my brother around Christmas time, we will quote like lines back and forth to each other. It is perfect to me absolutely perfect uh <laughs> team money the power of silence in adam's voice <laughs> all right you know what the best christmas present ever even the comments are dunking on john i was i was hoping that we could end this week going into the holiday weekend <laughs> unified and like you know all together enjoying each other's presence but i can see that i am no longer welcome uh <laughs> that i am apparently i am i am the leper in our community <laughs> and what are we gonna are we gonna hold hands and uh sing a christmas carol together the whole thing <laughs> all right let's let's do the proper outro first and then we'll roll that as we're rolling out okay. uh <laughs> Yes, as as the voice of God over here said, we do have a white elephant uh, episode of dailies going up on Monday. It's going to be at the usual time. Uh, so go ahead and check that out. Uh, and then we'll be back after that next week for regular shows. We're going to be doing a whole a whole lot of like year end recap stuff. Mm -hmm. We're going to be talking about like our our top whatevers of the year all throughout next week. So it's going to be a lot of fun it next week. So be sure be sure to be around for that. And after you watch our White Elephant episode, since we did talk about Joya Noel very briefly, be sure on Christmas Day to go watch my interview with Daniel Brule, which will be up over on Collider Interviews. Wow, look at that. She's <laughs> she's just the goat at promoting. So much better. I don't know when anything's going up, so I couldn't have done that. <laughs> but anyways, I guess we're going to be playing ourselves out with a cacophony of uh, Christmas tunes because I doubt that any of us are going to sing the same song. No. Uh, so, Adam, I'll let you count us in. Uh, Grandma got ran over by a reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve I really hope this show finally wraps up Because this is probably unbearable to listen to Oh, Grandma got ran over by a reindeer That's enough for me Selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.